everybody. I got Keith Yaki here, another episode of Truth or Comfort. And typically I have some sort of agenda, Keith, and when we go through this and, and I have nothing written down. So, and the reason I, I, I don't have anything written down is this conversation and this podcast could go all sorts of directions. And I want to keep all doors open. I think we could probably talk for a long time with no yeah. agenda. Uh, we've been chatting prior to this uh, and I just wanted to start grabbing some of this stuff because I feel like you have a, a lot of words of wisdom for people, not just in real estate, but in life in general. And, um, you know, I was just talking to somebody right before we started this and we were talking about real estate and real estate education. And really what it is, is we're not transforming properties. We're transforming people in the way that they mm. think whether how they think about themselves, their mindset, all of it, it's, they're getting so much more than a flipped house, right? It just so happens that real estate is a vehicle and it's been a vehicle for you, but you've, you're moving, you're moving in, into a different direction. When I reached out to you, you know, you've helped people with, and you still do, right? You help people with proof of funds and we could talk about some of that, but I don't want to spend a ton of time on it because I think you have some other areas that you're focused on. I'd like to talk about that and uh, talk about maybe truth or the comfort in some other areas. And that's maybe more of, um, and if we, you wouldn't mind sharing some of the stories about your personal challenges and what's trans transformed you over the, the course of the last handful of years. And we could maybe talk about your podcast that you have as well and how you're helping yeah. couples. Yeah. Could we do that? I would love to, and and not just love to, but I'm honored to. And I think I told you this maybe the first day we met. I just liked your vibe and um, just who you are as a human and how you show up. I, I'm not, you know, even though I've been in the real estate world, a lot of the real estate gurus, or I call them the hotel gurus, like I just don't resonate with who they are as humans anymore and what they do. But you, I definitely do. And the communication we've had and just the friendship that we've developed, even the attacks or when we see each other in Vegas and, and even now coming on this, uh, it's been I, I'm I'm so welcoming of it and excited to be here and just honored, man. So I want to acknowledge you and just appreciate who you are. I, I appreciate that. And I should have touched on that, too. You guys. Yeah, you, you've been phenomenal. You've been a phenomenal friend. You're sincere and genuine, and it is hard to find that in, yeah, I think, in general yeah. today, right? So we've connected, and you've always just, you know, reached out, you know, just to stay in touch, and I appreciate yeah, that. So, yeah, well, we get, we need to connect again soon other than just doing a podcast or a phone call. But I, now that this lockdown's over, I need to make it out and see this damn yeah. point that, you, that you're living yeah, in now. <laughs> but, hey, I, I do appreciate that. Like, you've been in – I'm just going to dive into a couple things. Um, you've been in real estate for some time. You came up in in a the real estate education space. Uh, you were a student, correct? And then you kind of, you know, took off on your own. Uh, we don't need to get necessarily into who you worked with, but it's not necessarily where you're from. It's where you're at now. So, I, you know, you 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 have a huge depth of knowledge in real estate in the, in the education space and helping people. And uh, yeah, let's, let's touch a little bit about your real estate background. Yeah. You well, mind. you know, interesting because a lot of people do know some of the guys I've worked with in the past and maybe some of those guys have good or bad reputations, but I can tell you this um, the past is meant to be learned from not to be loitered in. 
right? And uh, so mm-hmm. I actually, where I like a lot that. of people think that I have animosity towards some of those people, I don't have any animosity. I honor the journey that I went through and I learned so much from mm. every single one. Yes, there was good things I learned. There was bad things I learned. So there's some people that are good examples and then some people are good examples of a bad way to do something. Exactly. But regardless, I like genuinely have nothing but a mad amount of love in my heart for everybody in this real estate space. Everybody's doing the best they can. They're trying the best they can. And they're trying with, and, and if I didn't meet those human beings, I would not be here to this day. So um, yeah. I saw an infomercial. I saw a TV show. Like a lot of people, I said, man, I think I can do that. It took me out of a very dark spot right after my mom passed away from cancer. And she told me, Keith, whatever you do, don't live a life of regrets. I'm 56. I'm a, I'm a, I'm Damn, you're 56. No, no, no. My mom said this. Hey, fucker. Oh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you're saying I look like a 56. I was like, how did this happen? It's like, okay, we need to talk about what you're eating. Hey, bro, I got, I got gray Keith, hair. Yeah, sorry. sorry, I'm a little slow, folks. I'm a little slow. Sorry, sorry. Okay, got it. Your yeah, mom said my mom was Got it. My mom passed at 56 years old. So she's like, mm, basically, yeah. man, I didn't become who I want to become. I didn't do the things I wanted to do. Keith, promise me you, you will live a life of no regrets. And that's when I said, you know what? I'm going to go start a business. I found the mentor. I found the teacher. I applied what they taught me and, you know, went and did 185 flips my first couple of years, ended up buying a bunch of rentals. And next thing you know, you flip 700 properties, you own 300 rentals, you, you kind of get into the thing and you just keep making the, the next best move that you feel is best for you. And dude, you are so right. I, I want to say this about what you said. You know, it's you're not just flipping houses, you're flipping people. I think you can learn the fundamentals of pretty much any business within a couple of weeks. And the people that succeed or don't succeed that aren't the ones that necessarily figure out the fundamentals of the business, but they figure the fundamentals out of who they are, what they really want, and what they're willing to do to get what they want. Because you and I have met some really dumb motherfuckers who are rich, rich, rich. And it's because they wanted it and they wanted it bad enough and they would do whatever it took to get where they were. Or they're dumb and they're really happy. Or, you know, it's they've figured out what they wanted and they went after it, real estate or not. Right. You're so right on that. I think about that stuff all the time. The amount of persistence or willing to do what it it takes in finding whether it's happiness, money, you name it, right? Of going on that journey and making it happen. And, you know, as far as the real estate ins and outs go, you're always Mm -hmm. learning, folks. Like you're always learning. There's always something new. And if you think you have it figured out, you need to humble yourself because there's always someone at the next rung that can show you something. And you will not learn if you don't humble yourself. I'm constantly surrounding myself by people that do like crazy cool stuff. I'm like, man, I didn't even know that's how it worked. Like, this is how you build this massive community or this, you know, 600 unit apartment built, whatever it is, right? There's always the next level, you guys. So, it's about being humble and being able to take all that stuff in as well. So, yeah. So I forget how many properties you did. Wow. It's so impressive how much stuff but that you've done. Here's the, here's the thing, John, is I don't do that money anymore. I private lend. I probably private lend on four to six deals a month right now or will kind of broker because I have a bunch of private money people that I've done a bunch of stuff with. And then I've got clients yeah. that, you know, so I'm, I'm marrying a lot of people now more days with money. 
But one thing I loved about you that was also super impressive is that you're out there doing it all the time. And so I, I will comment on your Instagram a lot like, oh, man, that looks beautiful. Hey, is that for you? Like, so I'm engaged in following your real estate journey because you're actually doing the thing. And one of the reasons why, uh, and I know we're going to get to this reason why I'm phasing out. I'm, I've got five months left of training on real estate and that's it. I'm not, nobody else is, you know, I'm not selling anymore into the program and I'm just fulfilling it's because it doesn't grab my heart. The joy is not there in all the deals like it used to be. It's and, and my energy to solve one problem is now being focused into something else. And uh, so, mm. yes, I've done tons of deals. But right now, like I look at a guy like you training people real estate, dude, you're in it every single day. There's dust on your boots because you're walking these properties. You're doing all this cool shit. And I'm like, I'm not up in the mix like it anymore. And I don't even pretend to be. Man, I really appreciate that, what what you're saying. I tell people all the time, and I just want to pause for a second because a lot of people in your situation with the success that you're having wouldn't back out. They'd stay in it um, and just continue to, to do it. I think this is, you and I have never had this conversation before until just now, but I've always said, as soon as I'm done, like as soon as I'm not flipping, if you see me and I'm not flipping real estate, or, or investing or doing something, which I, then don't take advice from me. You shouldn't be listening to me because this, this market real estate is, has so much movement in it. Like if you're not in it, you're kind of getting, you know, pulled away. So I, I get and appreciate that, that, that part, but I also appreciate that you're in a spot to where you want to help people on a totally different level that, um, quite honestly is, um, an area that we probably need way more help in. Like being honest, like I, I think you've evolved from the fix and flip of, of real estate into the fixing of and helping people heal their relationships, right? And so I, this is a perfect time for us to segue. You and I, again, we've had a brief conversation a few years ago about this, but you have totally transformed everything that and I imagine you, there's some real estate stuff that how you've uh, had structure around that, that you probably have similar type of structure, but this is totally different. So those of you who are into real estate investing, you're watching this. Like if you, if you work with us and you come on like a retreat with us, we're probably going to spend 20% of the time on real estate. The rest of it's like on, on, you know, we could be doing breath work for a day. We could be doing some different stuff, but all of this stuff will help you in the big picture. But speaking of that, like, I just want to, I want to hand it over to you. I want to talk about what you're doing right now. And, and I'm going to butcher any, any and all of it. If I start, so I'm going to let you oh, just man. take well, it. What are you doing? What's the name of the podcast? Let's okay, start with well, that. First of all, thank you for allowing me to jump on the platform and share this. And I learned from a mentor a long time ago, you don't have any business problems. You have personal problems that show up in your business because you're the one running your business. So if you've got a problem, you're the dude, like you're pulling the wrong levers because yeah. you don't know which lever to pull or whatever. So the name of the podcast, it used to be called Rockstar Relationship Show. Now it's called the Married Game Podcast. And the very singular focus is this. I help dudes learn how to get their wives to want to have sex with them again. That is the singular okay. energetic focus is guys 
are no longer having the quality or the quantity of sex that they used to when they were dating or first married, and they don't know how to fix it. And that was me. Okay. Yep. Hey, Brandon, did you expect this? <laughs> I love it. Okay. Sorry. I just, <laughs> I had to look out. Is there Brandon going like, space. wait a second. Are we in the right studio? <laughs> he's like, real, real estate. <laughs> No, he's, he's. I thought you he said cash flow was our mantra. What does this do? What kind of flow is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So seriously, uh, I, I believe you are a hundred percent right, and I want to go okay. in depth. In All it. right, let's let's. Well, here, let's here's the situation. It, Five years ago, I'm making tons of money in my real estate business, in the coaching business. Everything's going well, and my wife eventually sits down and says, "Listen, I'm out. I'm done." Mm. Uh, I'm taking our daughter and I was living in Las Vegas at the time and she moved to California and she basically says, you do your business, you come home, sit on the couch, talk about your business, and then you fall asleep. I've asked you to change. You haven't. This is not what we signed up for. This is not what we agreed this relationship would be about. This relationship was supposed to be about mm. us. And now I'm basically your maid, your cook. I have sex with you, but it's basically just trying to, it's a thing to do off the checklist. She never wanted to withhold from me, but it wasn't like that passionate, amazing, like I'm so in love with this lady. I'm so in love with this guy, like when it was in the beginning. And so when she left, my entire world came crumbling down and I'm like, dude, I can't believe it. I'm rich. I live in the most amazing, beautiful house and I am all alone. And I fucked this one up on my, this was all on me. So I hired three coaches. How do I get her back? How do boom, 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 boom. And so I'm all in like, what do I got to do? What do I got to change? And I started to evolve into this new human being that realized, oh my God, you messed this all up. And in that process, I started to learn, man, when she came back, it took me months to get her back. She was already dating another dude. She didn't want anything to do with me. She's like, I don't want to have another baby with you because you're such a shitball dad. Like, Everything came crumbling down. Oh, Talk about truth or comfort, bro. Like, yeah, the wow. truth is. Yeah. I'm, thanks for, I mean, seriously, most people would never say stuff like that. So I appreciate the vulnerability and the well, honesty. Bro, listen, this is what ha I had to, I, I had to realize, dude, you're the problem. You are yeah. the problem. And I'm telling you, man, there's no greater kick in the gut than to realize that your wife says, I would rather live a life without you in it. Mm. And the light, yeah. the light bulb went on and I realized, oh my gosh, it was so much pain. It was so hard to deal with. When she did come back, we didn't like touch for like six weeks, almost two months. No sex, no touch. I mean, it was just, it was very like, okay, we're, we're doing this because we want to do this, but we don't even know how to navigate all this. And so... I move out to California a couple of years ago. I, we start the rock star relationship. So we start to, um, you know, work with couples. You know, I, I've helped some uh, guys get their wives back. And so we started kind of moving. I just felt this prompting to go down this road to help in this personal area, only to realize that surfing with my best friend, Garrett J. White, I was explaining to him, like, First of all, he had never met somebody who had had sex with 200 women. Like, I mean, before I got married, I was, I was just a player. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, hey, let's go. And I was explaining to him, like, 
what my wife and I, like what our life is like now. And, and, and he and other guys would, you know, ask like, okay, well, if you're in this situation, what should you do here? Now Garrett runs this massive men's movement with all these guys. And so he right. knows he's like 85% of my guys are not getting laid the way that you're getting laid, the way that I'm getting laid, the way that they want to get laid. And he basically one day is like, dude, you have a map. And he goes, you, he goes, you know what, dude, guys need game and married. He goes, you should like, he goes, you should go buy the website marriedgame.com. This was eight months ago. So I texted, oh, wow. uh, my, my right hand guy, Aaron, I said, Hey, will you just go buy married day, marriedgame.com? I'm not sure if I'll ever use it or not. He goes, okay, cool. Two months ago, I'm having like real downloads. Well, let me pause. I want to share something with you, and I think your audience will be really good at this, but I know for, I want to share this with you. 20 months ago, I started doing something I called the gummy tent. And what that is, is I would do okay. 30 milligrams of THC gummies, which 30 milligrams, and that, that'll put you on the moon, dude. I mean, you're doing pull-ups on the rings of Saturn. I was so out of my mind. But it was the only way I could reconnect with my creator. So every Sunday night mm. from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., I would close all the windows, turn all the lights off. I would light a candle. I had a whiteboard and a, and, and a, uh, a whiteboard marker. I would play this ethereal music. It lasts exactly three hours on YouTube. You type in ethereal music. It's the one that's three hours and yeah. two minutes. And I would hit play. And this one, because I used to be a pastor, walked away from the church, didn't want anything to do with any of that. And I would say this, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. That was it. And I would mm -hmm. just sit there and I would get these downloads about, I thought God was mad at me. I thought I had fucked up my life. I had all this. And it was like this moment. I initially called it the creator to creation connection moment, which is a pretty yeah. long ass title, right? And my buddy Garrett would have what's called the general's tent every Sunday. And so I just was kind of mocking him. I go, I don't do the general's tent. I do the gummy tent. And I was kind of just making fun of it. But it became this thing I haven't missed in 20 months. And it was this restructuring, rebuilding me as a human being to what I was really called to be doing. And it's like, Keith, real estate, you know it. You've done it. You can share it. You've solved that problem. You wrote, the, you wrote a book on private money secrets. If anybody needs it, they can go that. If they want to buy your digital product, they can go that. I don't need you talking about this anymore. I need you talking about this one thing that you specifically know and Garrett, his bless his heart, dude, he goes, dude, those 200 women you slept with, he goes, you may have felt like you were in sin or he goes, those were 200 angels preparing you for this right now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yes, you're right. So it was that. And then what happened was I started realizing I didn't really like working with the couple so much. My wife and I would do it and we, it was fun, but Garrett's like, dude, can you come share your frameworks, your maps with everybody in Warrior? And he never endorses anybody. It's his thing and it's what he does. But he goes, dude, you have this map and I want you to come in and share it. So I started developing all the frameworks for it. And then that's where it is. And here we are two months into it. I've had about 30 guys go through or going through the program, getting amazing results. And their wives are now starting to initiate. They're getting the sex they want. But ultimately they are becoming the most attractive version of themselves. And that's where, that's where it yeah. breaks down. Yeah. Do you, okay. Was so enough? <laughs> to get started. Well, I, I, I think for maybe people watching, there's a couple things I want to touch on. 
But um, I'm going to come back to the micro dosing or macro dosing stuff mm-hmm. in a minute. Because I do think that's a huge piece um, just in general. And it's becoming more and more embraced in society, which I think it should be. Um, the, because we do it in so many other ways through alcohol and substance abuse and stuff like that, where there's a beautiful way to tap in. And you call it downloads is getting those i think is it's important i want to i want to touch on this because some people are probably watching it going well you know he's had sex with all these women and you know they're kind of laughing about it and whatever i and is he just teaching people how to you could call it game in the marriage there there is this uh dance i'm going to call it a dance because it's not necessarily you know something that i think is um it shouldn't be looked upon badly because the guy is actually touching, get, uh, getting in touch with himself more and being able to get in touch with himself more to be able to connect with his significant yeah. other, right? At a, such a deeper level, that's the part that people aren't going to, that aren't, we didn't touch on yet. So, and we haven't never had this conversation, but I know where you're going with it, right? I just, because I've experienced that, right? Like you have to be able to go deeper into the relationship and really into yourself before you do, right? So it's, is I assume, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to get into your total roadmap and, and your, your proprietary, what you do with people. They need to, if you're having issues, reach out to Keith and he can well, report I can share with you quite through, a bit of it what? too because it's so specific and individual that even if I was to give the roadmap, they might be like, I don't speak Italian. Can you teach me Italian? How do I do? Well, yeah, just like we could talk about real estate and people yeah. still want help, right? So it's still, so yeah. We can go as so, deep as well. so please, yeah. Well, here, here's the thing I learned, John, and it's this, that when a woman stop, stops initiating, when she stops like being into it and she's just kind of laying there to service her man, as it were, then um, men lose heart. Men say they want sex, but men really want to be wanted. That's what we're really craving for in our soul. And so the reason I call it married game is because the player in most men has be is, is lost. Like that dude that showed up for the first date that got as clean as he could dressed the best that he could that was thinking, how do I impress this girl for A, for her to want to be with me, B, to how to want her to be with me, you know, sexually, how do I win her over? That guy usually has been set on the shelf and enters in dad bod, enters in all these other things. And so what happens when a guy's like, my wife doesn't want me anymore. And I go, it's because she's lost attraction for you. You're no longer the most attractive version of you, and it shows up in many areas. So I have four quadrants that I that I that I talk about that helps guys understand this. So before I get into those four quadrants, I want to talk about the different types of sex because guys will really understand. So pity sex is it's it, we feel shitty about it. Like a lot of guys will just take it because they're like, dude, I want to get laid, and that feels amazing. So let's do that. But when it really boils down to it, is you know you've got. The, the pity sex is, is, is horrible or guys are getting rejected. And most guys, when they get rejected, they pout, they get super pouty, they start pandering and they get really pathetic, which only makes everything yeah. go down the hill more. So if you look at different sex, you've got the convenient sex, which is like the quickie. You know what I mean? Like my wife and I were busy in the day and she's like, Hey, you want it? I'm like, oh, let's go. We're not going to have it later. So I'm in, right? So you just, you <laughs> knock it out. It takes you one minute and 47 seconds and you feel amazing, right? 
Then you've got the committed sex, which I call it like, like that's like the making love, right? But then there's right. the next level that's the carnal sex, where she is like carnally like, dude, I'm lusting after you. And then you have the clandestine sex when, you know, when your wife's, when you're eating sushi and she's like tapping you on the table and says, when we're getting out here, we're going to turn that ranger over into a fucking love room. Okay. <laughs> so there's these different, there's these different layers. Guys want to be carnally wanted again. They want that feeling of actually there being a desire there. So how do we create that? And so that's what I walk through. And here's where guys break it all down. Number one, you've got to become a provocateur. And what I mean by that is, A, it's a cool word, which nobody else is using. So it's kind of my word. It's the provocative. Yeah, I, I yeah, like it. It means you're provoking her it. to want you, which means you're provoking attraction within her. But to be able to become a provocateur, you have to have these four things. you got to be knocking it out in the parenting department, the partnering department, the producing department, and the player department. So I'll, I'll go through those quickly to, to, because – it, just, it kind of explained what that means. So my wife said, dude, I feel like a single parent. Yeah. Well, why would a lady who has a husband who now feels like a single parent want to go have sex with that guy when she's like, dude, you are so massively dropping the ball and I feel so alone. Like I'm a single parent right now. No, of course I don't want to have sex with you. Of course I'm going to do it begrudgingly. Number one, number two, mm. the partnering one. And my wife said it. She goes, I feel lonely. I feel like I can't yeah. talk to you about anything. I feel like I'm always listening to you talk, but you're not hearing me. You don't know much about me. You don't you don't like take interest in my family or my thing. All I feel like is a walking vagina, and I don't like that feeling. Therefore, I don't want to give it up to you. That's the second thing. And you can pause me anytime in here. I'll give you some No, no, no. I I'm uh, I'm taking it all in, man. I I I love the breakdown of all of this. It makes I was just going to say, all this is making so much sense. Uh, and I, I really hope like the, the viewers of this are grasping this and, and really taking it in, especially the guys, obviously. And, and women, if you're having issues with your guys, yeah. send them over. Right? <laughs> so, but, but it, it, I can't, I, I, I think there's so many people that are in need of um, your help. Uh, to be honest with you, or are in the buckets that you're explaining right now. And, you know, all that stuff, it is unattractive, right? So it's like a domino effect. Like, why, like, you know, and we all want to push and become the best version of ourselves. And we all talk about comfort zones and things like that, pushing ourselves out. But we still go home and we're maybe taking advantage of the people that that should mean the most to, right? That, sh that should resonate the most with. And w yet we're not present. We're not in that space. We're not showing up and we're not, you know, bringing our A game. Again, man, like whether it's, you look, take an example, like, I'll, and I'm just going to throw this out. You take someone that they break up, the guy's heart's broken. Now he's decides to yep. get into shape. Now he wants to yep. do all this stuff. Where were you before, man? Show up. Yep. What, you need to show up while you have it, right? So anyways. Hey, John, um, that's actually one of my wife's boys. Her biggest complaint is once we broke up, I got into amazing shape. When my wife met me, I had like a six pack. Like I was, I was, you know, you don't bang 200 women by being a fat, ugly dude. Like, you know, I, I knew what I was doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I knew the tooling that they wanted to play with and I had it. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. Is once I changed, she was like so mad. She's like, why wouldn't you? 
why weren't you that when I needed you to be that? Why? Like, and that was mm. so frustrating. Now, so most, and, and here's the thing, 98% of every guy that talks to me, it's his fault. There are some women that have, yeah. you know, uh, menopause or trauma or, you know, um, hormone issues. Like there, there's, that's, that's real, but it's not as widespread as the guy actually dropping the ball, the guy not owning. And, and I tell guys when they come into our program, you have to own this a hundred percent for the next 90 days. You're not allowed to complain about it at all. You have to adopt the mindset. This is a hundred percent your fault or else there's no hope. If you, because we're going to hope she changes. No, but we can know you can change if you're willing to. <laughs> okay. I have to yeah. ask you this book. I recommend all the time to guys, you know, the book probably David Dida. The, the the way the, yeah. I mean, you're speaking to that and that resonates with so many people that I know. Mm -hmm. Right. But I tell guys like when they're struggling, go read this book, man, because you got to yeah. start somewhere. Right. Uh, I'm now happy to say, give this guy yeah. a call. Right. Because there's, I think people need more than just yeah. a book. Right. I mean, on, on, in all honesty, I think a book is great. I, I, wrote um, I mean, I recommend that book all the time. Yeah. And I'm into books, but I think there's something to be said to be part of, I'm just going to call it a tribe or a, right. like a, a group of like-minded people or people that have been there, done that, or are doing it. And so you're kind of just, you're in that group moving in that direction. I think that's great Dude, that you're doing Thank this. you, man. I, I think hey, it's bro, awesome. I came kicking a stream and I would tell Garrett, I'm like, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a war. I don't want to do it. I don't want anything to do with any of that. Like. Fuck you and all your black shirts. But this is so, so are you guys working together? You guys are working together no, then? Or is or it's this, is this is yours? But it's like he maybe okay, got it. So this is yours my, completely. This is hundred percent my business, but I solve a problem for dudes and he works yeah. with dudes and we're just best friends. So he's like, bro, you gotta come in and share yeah. this. And we're in talks. He's like, how 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 do we he goes, I can't teach what you teach. You it, this is yours. So we're, we're, you know, he's sending clients to me. I I'm sending clients back to him. There's just a lot of love there. Synergy. Yeah, and I, for sure. Well, they go, they go hand in hand. If you don't fix, I mean, you got to address yeah. both problems for, for, or both yeah. areas, right? Like I know he touches on more than one area and I know you're touching on more than one, but I'm just, it's it all at the core. It's all the same. They just yeah. kind of blossom in different areas. But right? I also so. knew this Garrett and I have been friends for over two years and we never done business together in, you know, he's sent a couple people to me. I've sent a couple people to him, but I always told him, I said, listen, somebody could write me a 300, $500 billion check to no longer be your friend. And I would not be interested because I have yeah. my, I'm 15 years old again, surfing and but I have all the money to go do all the shit I couldn't do at 15 years old, like travel to exotic places to go surf. So I'm like, I don't want to yeah, lose my best I friend, dude. This is too much fun, man. Yeah. So here's what happens. Awesome. They stop they stop being a good partner. They stop being a good parent. Number three, producer. You've got to be able to produce. And when you're not having sex, you're not feeling wanted, or you're not the home base isn't good. Every guy I know, their production goes level sometimes guys there's a few that will just be like 
my home life sucks. And so they turn on the production like crazy and they go and produce like crazy, mm-hmm. but they still deep down want real connective sex. So, but that, that third area is being a producer and being able to provide for your family and show up and have drive to be, cause that's attractive. Having resources is attractive. Being resourceful is attractive. And then the- so being a producer, I think about like when you're talking about that, the guys that bury themselves and we all know enough of them and I'll, I'll throw myself into that bucket. But once you get to where you want to be, once you take a, a second and stop, right? It's kind of like, I think a Forrest Gump where he's running. He's like, no, I'm done. Like that, he was producing that whole time. And pretty soon it just hits him. Like, no, this is not the important yeah. stuff. So those of you that are listening and watching it and you're in that production mode, but you don't have that balance, you need to take a pause and find that balance. Tr- truly um, save yourself the heartache and misery and pain and, and start that work now and make it enjoyable for everybody versus pain and sorrow and misery. Well, here's the other thing too, John, is most people don't get to stop like Forrest. Most people run into a fucking brick wall. Most people crash and burn shit all around them. And they're like, what happened? It's like, well, do you want truth or do you want comfort? Hey, by the way, um, I don't know if you have, do you know who Dan Martell is? He's a really good friend of mine. Do you follow him or know much about him? Anyway, he owns like 50 companies. He's a SaaS guy. He, he's, he was an early investor in a couple of billion dollars. He, he's my age, our age, and he's an amazing dude. You would love everything about him. But he said, he goes, it's one thing to read books. It's another thing to write books. And he goes, a lot of my friends have hmm. written books. And I thought, you know what? You and I have written books. It's like, it's just cool to say, yeah, we've written a book. Anyway, that was an aside. Okay. The, the yeah, fourth yeah. piece is this. The player quadrant. You got the parent, the partner, the producer, but the player quadrant. The player quadrant is not you're out having sex with a bunch of women. It means you're playing the game of being attractive to your wife again, which means you take her out on dates. Dude, when a woman has kids, she is biologically built to basically say, fuck you to the guy. I'm all in on the kids. How do you know this, Keith? Yeah. Well, tell me the last time you heard of a woman divorcing your kids. Doesn't happen. Yeah. She divorces men all the yeah. time. So what happens is guys don't, they don't understand it. And, and what happens is moms go into mom mode, mom mode, mom mode. And a guy never comes in and says, dude, I want to take you on a date. And so the actual dating stopped I, I within the 30 guys that have come through and we're going into this program right now most of them are like yeah yeah yeah. i know about the date your wife thing i know i'm supposed to do date night i go cool are you yeah. doing it well it's been a few weeks and it's been I'm like it's not a priority to man you say you want to have the best sex of your life just like everybody says they want to have biceps just like everybody says they want to be rich but you're not doing the fucking work man and the bottom line is why wouldn't you want to date your wife? Dating is the funnest thing in the world. It's like, it's like, dude, I love, I dated. I love your energy, what? man. Isn't it got great energy? Well, I love it, man. It's, Seriously. It's, it's so that's good. What it's about though. Like a, I can't wait to wear that. I'm right. When I wear that shirt, when you said, I'm going to send you one. This is my company, <laughs> Two Devils. I'm going to send this to you too. Okay. I'll text you my address. It, um, you got to explain that before we, 
before we get off the phone, I was going to ask you okay. before right, we end the call. I want to understand that, but God, it's you're you're 100 right. I'm curious, like how many guys are re, like re, when rebuilding, like is working out and fitness? I mean, obviously, nutrition and all this stuff is a factor, right? Tell me, it is. Okay, so John, damn you, I love you, but you get I I, I you I want to go on that right now. But let me finish this thing, and then I promise you. Okay, okay and I'm okay, not okay, mad okay. at you, but you Sorry. just get me so damn excited. I want to I want to say about that, yeah, because I have it's called the M checklist. It's the 14 things that make a man attractive, and number one. Women love muscles. That's why a guy with a muscle, muscles are on the cover of all romance novels, not guys with computers. All right. So um, <laughs> the bottom line, but we'll get to that. I want to get to that in a second. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, Bro, well, here's, I didn't mean you know, to take it down. Dude, here's day. the thing is because you and I, we have such a similar spirit about us. Like we could talk for hours and, 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 and you know when you're really connected with somebody because you're like, oh, I can't wait to say this because he just said that. And, me this. and it's, it's, that's how real, like, real dialogue actually happens. You know, you open a loop, you move to another loop, open a loop, then you close it. It's beautiful. But here's the thing. Guys stop dating their wives. They stop making this woman feel like the sexy lady and woman that she is. You know, a lady gets done nursing. The guy's all groping. Like a guy having game, this is guy's typical game. He works, he grunts, he finally gets showered. Eventually they go to bed and he reach over and tries to grab her breast to see if she wants some sexy time. And she's like, basically go fuck yourself with that right hand because you haven't been around all day. All right? So that's what's really happening. So when it comes to the player, all the four of these things equal the provocateur. And so what happens is now your job is, and I tell guys this, you're not allowed to complain about your wife. You're not allowed to divorce her. You're not allowed to say anything about her until you can say you're the most attractive version of you. And until then, go fuck yourself because mm. you have no platform or nothing to stand on. <laughs> How's that for some truth? I like it. It's, it's, you're 100% accurate. You're right on. No one could, no yeah. one could argue it. So and, I, I love it. I just haven't. I haven't heard it served yeah, up well, like dude, this. We're, we're dishing, bro. We're going, ding, ding, yeah, up, no, it's, bro. let's go. It's, but this <laughs> is why I was so excited when I finally discovered, like, this is what I'm called to do because I know I'm wired to do it. I've got an, like, there's nothing that a guy could come to me and say, I did this. And I go, oh, wow, I've never heard or done that before. That's the other thing. Garrett's like, dude, you've done, seen, and been a part of fucking everything. And I go, I know. That's why none of it shocks me, and I'm not judgmental of anybody. I, I don't I don't care what you and your wife yeah. do. Do whatever the fuck you want. That's your guys' bed. Do whatever you want. But if she's not having sex with you, let's have a conversation, and here's what it is. You're not attractive. You're not attractive. So one of the things, like, women don't love dad bods. They don't. I got a lot of guy friends that that's what okay, they say, and, and though. Let me break that down. Here you go. Your wife said she likes a dad bod? Let me interpret that for you. A lot of women say they don't want a man who is in better shape than them. They say that mm. because they're insecure. But yep. what television shows make them tingle down south? Fucking McDreamy, <laughs> steamy right. doctors from Grey's Anatomy, that dude from Outlander, that guy that's Aquaman and also Mr. Dothraki in Game of Thrones. Dude, your wife is sitting there watching yeah. those shows. She's looking at your dad body, not you, because you're built like a fucking brick house, and I love it. Um, but uh, 
She's looking at you and going, dude, soup sandwich, sack of potatoes over here. I don't really want to fuck him. But that guy on TV, if he knocked on my door right now, she would hand the kid to her husband and be like, I'm out of here for a night of some fun. That's what her heart really wants. She's not going to necessarily do that, but that's what she wants. Right. So what does it mean yeah. to be attractive? It, well, muscles, mindset. There's, there's so many things that um, be able to make a decision. So many guys, here's what happens. Guys are so afraid of getting divorced. They're so afraid of making mistakes that they become these people that they just become these puppy dog, pathetic pussies that'll never stand up and be like, mm. I'm a leader. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be this. So this woman's just like, well, I'm going to have to take control here. You're not going to do it. I'm no longer really attracted to you. A lot of women, bless their heart, will give up sex. Uh, Garrett calls it vaginal masturbation. She's just laying there and saying, okay, here, have some fun with me. I know you need it. But there's not that like, wow, I can't wait to be with you. Yeah. I think I think what you're touching on is like, so it's, it's absolutely true. I think guys that aren't like settled into their own. And I like that you've identified it in guys excelling in all of these, the four P's, mm -hmm. right? Because if you're not in the best version of yourself, you're not feeling it. And it's all about the energy and the energy that you're bringing and they'll feel it too. If you're confident and you're, if you're confident that they're going to fall, I don't want to say fall in line, but that's essentially what happens. Like, Otherwise, you're not in your masculine energy. You're in your feminine. And now you put your wife in the position to be in the masculine. And, the, you know, it's the stuff that you're touching on right now. And it just, it's not where women want to, I mean, it's just not where they want to spend their time. They want their man in their masculine. And that's not to say it doesn't switch up a little bit. But for the most part, men, you got to be in your masculine. You got to be able to be in that yeah. space, right? But so, here, here, but here. Um, and that's being present in all of these four P's, right? Like that's really here's it. Here's the problem, John. Number one, guys come to me and they go, dude, my wife quit having sex with me. I go, you know, she wasn't the first to quit, right? They go, what are you talking about? I go, no, mm. she followed your lead. You quit on yourself a long time ago and she just followed your lead. Number one, you followed wow. your lead. Well, that, if that doesn't just buckle them yeah, over. Well, it, but sometimes guys are a little resistant. There's a reason why guys are entitled, and that's usually the well, the ego's in the way at that point. So I'm sure you keep serving it up, and pretty yeah. soon they're well. Just... Eventually, they look at my life yeah. and go, "Dude, it's really obvious you have a lot of sex," which I do, and it's 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 good sex. It's I'm I'm eating healthy, right? I'm eating healthy, and that's not to brag. I'm just <laughs> I have I I love it, man. I I I love it. But I love he, it. here here's the thing is. You quit on yourself a long time ago. They just followed your lead. But the reason why guys feel entitled, because that's what it is. That's why guys get pouty. The reason they're pouty is this. They feel like because they provide, produce, protect, that they're just entitled to, to get laid. When in reality, getting laid yeah. is not your birthright. You're not entitled to it. It's something that your wife gives to you because she wants to, because you've showed up to make her feel sexy. Hmm. You know, sex is yeah. not just about uh, procreation. It's also about recreation too. And if you wanted to recreate with right. you, then, which it means just have fun. You need to start bringing some fun back to the relationship. 
which taken on. Absolutely. I think, and I think for guys like, you know, I think it just happens. I'm not, I'm in no different. I'm no different than everybody else. Like what happens is you just, you let stuff get in the way. And if you're not tending to it also guys, yeah. someone else yeah. might like, if you're not tending to it, someone else, I always used to say, if you're not tending to it, someone else I is think you're right. right. So you got to make sure that you're on it and you got to be sending those like random messages. Like you, like, Hey, you know, if the person's in your, if she's in your mind, she crosses it in the morning, say something to her, shoot her a text, whatever it is, right? Kind of, yeah. Dude, if you, show, Pretend you, guys if are you showed up in business to your business partners, your business relationships, your best friend, the way you did your wife, you'd be broke as fuck. <laughs> I, I want to share something with you real quick. You've probably heard this before. So I counseling this this therapist lady um i went to she shared this with me and i share it sometimes and i think it's beautiful and maybe you've heard it and maybe you already share it but i'm going to share it right here is you know in in any relationship maybe even especially one that's been kind of fractured and put back together um or just in general she was she's been married over 30 years now and what she does is you know every anniversary they get together and then they say, do we want to do this for another year? Do we want to date essentially or see each other for one more year or for another year, right? So you're constantly, instead of taking that person for granted, you have this window, right? It kind of keeps things in perspective, I think, to look at it that way and make sure that you're, you know, you're on point and you're tending to yourself and tending to all the things that you need to, to tend to, right? Her, you know, and I think it starts... I, I sincerely think it starts with you on all those four P's. Once you get those things down, which I've never, we've never had this conversation, but I 100% agree with you that you have to address those things for you to settle in because you can't paint a facade of it. You have to be those four things for this to work, right? Like you are transforming people into the best version of them, right? Which then that's, that's who that person fell in love with or was attracted to or is attracted yeah. to. So I yeah. like it. I Thank like you, man. It. Well, and, and there's guys that are like, dude, I don't know if I can get her back. I don't know if, you know, I go, listen, you were her type. You can become her type again. You just, you just, yeah. you just tapped out, man. You, you, you quit. So I, I do say something like that. I haven't heard what you just said, but I always tell people and realize, man, the truth of the matter is, your wife does have options. She probably has a lot more fucking mm. options than you do. And we all know that to be a reality, okay? So I always show up and say, am, am I the option? Am, am I proud of my wife picking me? Am I the best option for her? And I show up that way, like, because she did leave me and 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 good for her. She had the backbone and the ball. She goes, I don't care about the house, the cars, money. I don't give a shit about any of that. I wanted you. And now that I don't have you, whatever this new, crazy, aloof, distracted, 240 pounds. She met me. I, I, dude, I was ripped. 200 pounds, six foot, tiger meat wrapped in barbed wire. <laughs> and now I'm this soup sandwich. Hey, hey, hey. She's like, fuck that, dude. So all that to simply say, there is so much hope. 
And I, I, I personally believe that our creator is using me because I'm about as far out of the reservation as I could have went. And now I'm back as tight and as dialed in as you could possibly mm. go in a relationship just so that there's nobody and go, well, yeah, but you don't understand. I don't understand, motherfucker. I do understand, motherfucker. And let me tell you what's going on. Yeah. So that's the yeah. beauty of it. And I think that's why God uses really – I always say this. If he entrusted the greatest message to ever hit the earth with a bunch of dumb fishermen, then, dude <laughs> – I'm qualified. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. That's the bottom line, it. man. That's what I'm all about. That's what I'm into. And and for me, it came down to this because I could still run the coaching business for the real estate and all this, but it happened. It just what happened in my office about two and a half months ago. I was setting up, getting ready for some ads for something for the real estate, and I was going to do some ads for this, and and my energy was immediately divided, and I thought I can't do this. I can't divide my, I know other people can't. I'm not saying guys that run multiple businesses, they all crush. They, I'm just like, for me right now, I want to put all my energy into solving the one problem that's most important to me that I feel like is on my heart Mm. to share and be a part of. And of course I'm getting all the, who do you think you are? I thought you were the real estate guy. I thought you were this. And I go, dude, you can think about me what you want. If you don't, if you don't have this problem, then my solution doesn't mean anything to you. But if you do have this problem, I can promise you this. You are leaning in very hard and you want to know what the fuck I have to say. Yeah. Well, and so if they do, how do they get hold of you? Just go to marriedgame.com and opt in. They'll watch a video. They can book a call with me. If they want to go, I'm not ready for that move yet. Then just go Instagram or Facebook. I'm on there all the time now talking about only this. Okay, we'll make sure we take you on this. But what is your Instagram handle for everybody listening? Keith Yaki. Yaki is spelled Y-A-C-K-E-Y. And it's just Keith Yaki on Facebook. Yeah, and you guys, we'll put it in the post as well down here, uh, his Instagram handle. So, wow. Um, Lots of stuff did not – I knew we'd go off – a little bit like, uh, and I totally appreciate your openness. Honestly, it's like, it's, I love it, man. I love it. You're a great guy. Thanks for, yeah. And and to step out of your comfort zone to, to, to do this, like just phenomenal that you're sharing your experiences with others. And I think it's great that you've partnered, like not partnered, but you, you're friends with Garrett. I feel like, yeah, he created this other vehicle that you're able basically to, to kind of, you know, use as a blueprint 100%. also. No, no, it's, it, I, I fully acknowledge it. Like to be able to go in, you know, he's got thousands and thousands of guys that literally pay him, learn from him. And for him to bring me in on a call just like this, imagine this is what he did. He, uh, he, he knows all my frameworks because I've been, sh- I share them with him when we surf and we talk about this shit all the time and yeah. have for a long time. But he had a guy call up and goes, man, I'm, I'm not getting sex. I'm having this problem, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you know what? As soon as he got off that call, he called me. He goes, can you come into the studio tomorrow? I've got 2,000 or I think it was 200 or 2,000. I don't know all his different groups, but he's got all these different groups. And he goes, they're tuning in. Can you just for the next six weeks share your frameworks? And let's just, I'm going to let, can you teach it? I said, fuck yeah, let's go. We got two weeks into it. Right. And he goes, no, no, no. Why don't you just take 20 or 30 of these guys, go into a group and go dive deep with them and then emerge with testimonials 
And, and basically he goes, I look at, um, I look at myself as your wingman to launch this thing. So I'm mm. inc- incredibly grateful and I understand what a privilege and honor is. And I show up that way, regardless if Garrett would promote me or not, I'm taking this to the world. I'm going to be yelling into my microphone uh, uh, about it. And it's what a great opportunity to take these guys through this and to get real, real world results. And I'll tell you, John, you know this because you're a coach and you, you, you've trained people and you have a training company and you see what's going on. When somebody actually applies what you're teaching them, the shit that you've discovered and you've laid it out, here's the blueprint. Mm-hmm. And then they do it and they get yeah. the same result. It's just like when a guy comes in and says, I'm having six, I'm having sex once every six weeks. And then four weeks in the program says, dude, I've, I've, I've had sex four times since I'm in your program. My wife initiated once. She hasn't initiated for years. And I'm having fun in the relationship. God, this is so much fun. I always say, dude, I always love quoting the American poet, Cindy Lauper, when she says, girls just want to have fun, man. And, and that's, that's what we're creating. And I know our time's coming to an end. So why don't I say this? I, I, no, no, yeah, you go ahead. No, I, I need to have a follow-up conversation with you about a few different things. And whether we do another one, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you more about like, um, you called it downloads, tapping in. Um, we could do a whole, a whole nether, um, call on that. I don't mind giving you a call. I want to talk to you about cool. a couple things as well. Just, I know we ran over, we're tied okay. on time now, but, uh, yeah, I feel like we could, I feel like we could be talking all yeah. day, but I've always felt yeah, that me, way with you. Like, likewise, seriously. likewise. So, so I feel like a lot of people, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like a lot of people, including myself, I could, I want to, I want to learn from you. I feel like I'm always learning from you. Um, We've done some business before in the past. Gosh, I'm sitting here thinking there's some stuff I'm going to talk to you about away from or off this that um, I think would, there's a good group that I think uh, I'd like to introduce you to as well. Um, But let's, uh, I'm going to let you kind of wrap it up here. I do, I am going to say, I appreciate you coming on. You tons of words of wisdom, some pearls here for people to take away. Um, Again, I can't give you enough kudos for like taking this on and doing this. There's, I don't know of anybody that's in that space, like just doing it. I know, you know, you have a couple good books out there, um, but and and, you know and like you said garrett's out there uh, wake up warrior he's doing his thing this is just a totally different piece to bring to it um and i think it's so necessary for people for guys nowadays to it's they're missing it man so many guys are missing it right now it's it's you hear all the time from women that you know guys aren't being able to be present you're not you know not showing up to be your best and if you're faking it and you know it like, I just mean in general, women know that too, man. Like, you're not fooling anybody. So to be able to tap in and, and hit hit on all four of those Ps and be your best version of you, the reality is, like, people that are single could be doing this too because now they're going to show up for themselves, be present, and they're going to attract that type of person and be able to keep yeah. that person, right? So whether you're in a relationship or not, maybe you just want to be in a relationship. Maybe you're not bringing all those four, four P's. That's probably the reality. And if that's the case, 
Do you, have you worked with people not in a relationship? Yeah. A lot of this applies. Dude, back in 2012, I created a program called The Elements of Attraction, where I was teaching guys how to become the most attractive version of themselves so they could attract amazing women into their life. Mm. So, and, yeah. and private money is almost the same to. damn thing. So it's interesting that this journey for that I've been on for the last nine years has culminated and crescendoed in this. Yeah, well, it's kind of just yeah. evolved, right? It's what it sounds like. And through some of your challenges and the things that you've overcome, you now are able to share. I think it's beautiful. So, hey, I appreciate your Can time today. Two more quick Again, things. Yes. Yes, okay, of two course. More things. When you talk about presence, guys, women and men, I think, actually want the same thing. What I mean by that is this. Your woman at the dinner table wants to have a conversation with you where you're not running ARVs and comps and <laughs> construction budgets in your head yeah. while you're talking. And you want a wife that's not laying there thinking about the next episode of Bachelor while you're having sex with her. So what do we really want? We right. want presence with each other. Secondly, two devils. Very, very quick story. I believe everybody's fighting two yes, devils. Please. The devil of doubt inside and the devil of mediocrity on the outside. And mm. my favorite Bible verse, and I'm not a Bible, I'm not a Bible thumper. I'm not a pastor anymore. I don't go to church. I, I've got my connection. I don't need any of that. Bottom line is this. Um, my favorite Bible verse, or let's just call it ancient scripture, where Paul says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm. Pattern and transformation are two different things. Pattern means you fit into something. Transform means you become something new. And so I, it was just a download. Two devils make this thing that represents. I'm fighting the demon, the devil of doubt that says, who are you, Keith? What do you fucking know? Where do you come from? Your parents that make millions of dollars. Who do you think you are that you get to? All that. And then the mediocrity. Mm. Everybody's just fucking average. Fuck that, dude. I don't want to be average, dude. That's why... I, that's why we lift. That's why we do our hair. That's why we do what we do because I don't want to be average, man. So that's what Two Devils is. I want to send you some. I got some sweatshirt. I got some cool shit. I'm going to send you a whole pack. I'm going to send you some stuff too, man. Seriously, I appreciate thank, you coming on today. Me. Thank you.